All right, welcome to another edition of Six Pack Cinema. This week we're talking about Netflix's own Mudbound. We're going back to normal this week. Me and Jimmy agree, and Dave does not. <laughs> Fuck you. We don't want to stray too far from what we usually do. So, yeah, here you go. Hit the intro, Jimmy. Dude, you should review movies. Ugh. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, I've okay. had a couple, so. <clears throat> movie review. All right, how are you guys doing tonight? I am pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. technical difficulties, but we're here. Yeah, only took us about 30 minutes to get this up and running. You'd think we know how to do this after almost three months, but spoiler alert, we don't. Hey, we're nope. we're growing and evolving. We're we're doing our part. I'm pretty sure we were recording faster in the beginning. <laughs> Maybe, but the audio yeah. was terrible. Yeah, Valid. but now, now the audience needs to hear my smooth, sexy voice perfectly. Yeah. Cool. So with that, let's hop right into our snap impressions. Sheehan, what do you got? Racism is exhausting. How how can you be that racist? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh, hey, let's have a, let's do one thing. Okay, back it up. We were supposed to see Roman J Israel this week. Uh, instead, we we couldn't because apparently that got pulled or just didn't decide not to show, even though it was a nationwide release. So we pulled into Ottawa last minute and uh, we went to go see Mud Mudbound, which is a Netflix original. And it might be the first movie I've seen this year that I, I, I finished and I was like, Oscars worthy, for sure. So that's a little background. And then back into it, racism, exhausting. Yes. I My notes on racism, from because I was just writing as I was watching this, is racist Mike, because he's still Mike from Breaking Bad to me. I was like, yep. racist Mike is awkward. And then like an hour later, I was just like, fuck racist Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my in-depth notes about this fucking asshole and his racism. Snap impression, good or bad? You're Oscar worthy. Yep. All right. Pa- Pappy sucked. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, what do you got? Snap impression. I agree. Like Oscar worthy. Uh, put me put me through the ringer. Is like uh, I enjoyed it. It's a really interesting movie. The biggest comparison, I think, would be uh, Manchester by the Sea, where, like, I was emotionally drained at the end. But I liked it. It's it's an interesting movie. These movies that are really, really good, but not popcorn movies, always are weird to me, because it's not like I was enjoying every moment of watching it, but I was... You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't sitting there happy, but I was sitting there like, this is a great story and really well done. It was easy to be invested in it, for sure. So I, I have a confession for you guys. I, for about the first hour, I fucking hated this movie. I only didn't turn it off because we were reviewing. It was dragging on. It was so fucking miserable. I fell asleep three times then to wake up and like restart it. And I, I actually looked at it because it's when they come back from the war that I actually started to enjoy the movie. That's an hour and seven minutes into the movie before the story started. It was fucking horseshit. I was furious. And then I loved everything after that moment. You, so I'm you very were, torn. Did, I have no idea. Appreciate it. I, I appreciated that it was a load of shit. And they could no. cut. They could cut like 45 minutes of that first hour out. And like do like a little like montage thing in the beginning. To show you these families. And to show these guys go off to war. And then still start when they get back. And you still have an hour and a half movie. You wanted a popcorn movie. Yeah, so you want to turn this into Justice League. Like, just give me plot. Give me plot. Give me plot. This is my kind of movie. Give me more explosions. No, I I love slow burn, like, fucking not exciting movies. 
this was just a shitty first hour and seven minutes of this movie. Well, I strong disagree. Strong disagree. I was. I was. I have no I, idea what I'm going to rate it because I love it. If it was just the latter half of this movie, maybe one of my favorite movies of all time. First hour and seven minutes, worst movie, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I don't think you get the second half without the first half because they really. But no, that's I'm like saying. Close. Just like you were saying for Blade Runner, you could shorten it a shit ton. You could shorten that first hour, but so much and not lose a single goddamn thing. No, no, you know why? You know why? Because if you shorten it up, then you miss the whole um, how. The real story in, in for for me was the wife the whole time. Yeah, how her life was horseshit, or you know the worst life of all time, and you don't get the feeling at the end with the brother and all that if you don't have the first hour of her being to- dragged to literal hell in mud from this nice cushy suburban house where everyone's happy. Her fa- her husband was an engineer. She had two kids, and then she's worse off than a homeless person. She's she's bathing in a bucket in front of her her father in law who's a Klansman. It's it's like she you don't get the feeling of how awful their lives are without the first hour. I think you could Dave. do it in fifteen minutes. And nah. if you can't, you're a bad filmmaker. No, you're a bad movie watcher. Yeah, no, you're trying well, to turn it's this a into good a thing I review movie. movies every week. <laughs> you're trying to you're turn a bad movie watcher. Yeah, you're trying to turn this into a popcorn movie. I didn't even need the No, big, I like, didn't like the big I, 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 hey, hey, shut up. <laughs> yeah, down boy, you had your piece, you had your time. I didn't even need the big like uh, plot at the end. It was awesome. It like wrecked me. It really made the movie ten times better. But I was satisfied with this just being a slice of life. This is what it was like in the '40s in Mississippi for sharecroppers and white families that were both poor and both trying to survive. I like slice of life movies like Boyhood, where there's no plot. There's no like this is the object and this is where you need to get. And I was fine with this not even having that. But then it did have a little bit. So I, I liked every aspect of this movie. And the cinematography no, it, alone. It sucked as a slice of, a slice of life. No, nah, the cinematography alone was fucking insane. Yes. I, I'll agree with that. This, this was a very beautifully shot movie. See, I'll, I'll disagree with you with that, Jimmy. I, I did need the, the flash at the end to, to complete it for me. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't need a Klansman beaten and, and, and almost killing a black guy to do it. But uh, I did need the murder of the father. That needed to happen. It made it much better. Like, I'm not saying it didn't need that. If it didn't need that, it wouldn't be what it was. But I'm just saying, like, I was already interested in just these lives. Like, just how it worked back then. Okay. I'll I'll give you that. But with with the punctuation mark at the end, it made it, like, top-notch. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess let's uh, go into the uh, deep dive. Let's start with our favorites. What did you guys like about the movie? Um, I, I mean, a lot. Obviously, you guys loved it. I really enjoyed the second half. So what are some highlights for you guys? Sheehan, what do you got? It's kind of tough to say what you liked in this movie because it wasn't a, it wasn't a likable movie. My, the happiest part of me, uh, for me was when the father died or was murdered. And his son standing over him was like, I just want to look you in the eye. Foof. Suffocate him. That made me feel good. Never has a boy killing his father made me feel good until this movie. So, touche on that. Uh, other than that, it was just, uh, it was, yeah, not a lot I liked per se. It was, I liked the whole thing in general. There's The pieces together fit together like a nice puzzle, and I like the end product. I don't like any piece better than the others. I'll say that. All right. Jimmy, how about you? Uh, so, liked, and this is kind of more of like a 
kind of loserish, serious answer, but I liked how much it made me think about how life was like back then and at how the grandpa was the most racist. And then the brother was, he was racist, but not like a dick. Like he, I mean, he's still like in today's society would be very racist, but he wasn't out there part of the clan. And, uh, and then the brother goes to war, man. I liked how it showed how much going to war and getting out of your small town opens your eyes and changes your life. Cause I try to tell that to my friends who have never left our hometown all the time. Like, dude, just go move, go somewhere, experience things and you will have a completely different outlook on life. Like my little brother just went to college and even like something little like that. And so to see like the younger brother do that was cool. So like, that's like a very serious, like life answer, but I just like movies that make me think like, yeah, fuck, that's how it was. And this is why those people are like this. And this is why that guy's like that. That old man probably never left that town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with that actually a ton. I have a group chat with like friends of mine that, from my hometown and we're the only ones that left our hometown. And whenever we see something like old friends, they're just doing nothing and haven't like experienced life. So I thought the same thing when it was showing Ronsell and Jamie come back from the war and how they were dealing with it. I was like, it's shitty for them. They went back to a shitty place, but they've experienced life and got to see more of the world. Which yeah. It's fantastic. And just on, Sorry, a, I, yeah. on a lighter note, um, on a li- another thing I liked on a lighter, on a lighter note was that, piss helmet story made me yeah. cackle him pissing yes. in his helmet and then like he puts he says he puts it on his head and it started uh dripping he's like and he goes i thought i got hit <laughs> yeah. made me laugh out loud garrett garrett headland i don't know if we've ever talked about this uh he's like in my top five i will see any movie he's in besides tron uh i love really I one love of tron. my notes is i want another tron oh. that's what i took away from this movie yeah i love garrett headland if you guys have never seen crazy or what's crazy heart no not crazy heart um country strong with gwyneth paltrow no never seen it it's like she plays a country singer it's kind of a chick movie not really but garrett headland's in it and he's my favorite character in movie history probably when he whenever he pops up in something because tron's the only thing i know where he was like a lead besides this but whenever he pops up in something i always enjoy him and that was another i was like garrett headland needs to be in more things yeah i love him Okay. I, I had a pretty good note. Um, have you ever seen a movie that made World War II look like a fucking paradise? Because these guys, when they were out, they're like, oh, no, we have to go back home. Right? That's really funny and a good point. Yeah. Like, he uh, was... Yeah. yeah. And it totally... Everyone's out. Everyone's celebrating the streets like, oh, the war is over. Hitler's dead. And he's just they're like, oh, no. But I've got to go back to the racist America. It totally makes <laughs> sense for Rom, Rom was Ronzel. 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 Totally yeah. makes sense for his character, and that's like one of those things that, as a white male, like I just never thought of that those soldiers were heroes. And then they like when he had when when Ramzel came back, and and went to the grocery store or the, what at the market, and they wouldn't let him walk out the front. I felt that like in my gut, like fuck that. Yeah fucking sucks like because that was real that had to happen for so mm-hmm. many people uh i didn't understand what they were saying at first you didn't understand well yeah i, I followed up but when they're like no you can't go up this door i'm like why oh yeah because it's a whole different time yeah because it's it. the 40s and he's black in mississippi yeah mm-hmm. but yeah I, but i also like that it did seem like world war ii was better for them 
but less so for Jamie, because he seemed pretty, like, broken up at the end of the war, just from his friends dying in combat and everything. He seemed like he was ready to, to get back to America. Yeah, but if his friends didn't die, I think he would have had a great time. He seemed like it was, he was enjoying himself. Well, yeah, but that's war. Your friends die. It's like saying, oh, if you, if you get to go away to camp and hang out with all your friends, war is great. Yeah, they're pissing each other's helmets, putting it on their heads. It's it sounds like a summer camp to me. Well, yeah. high jinks and Sue. Yeah, but War didn't. Yeah, like War didn't get to Ramsell that much because it was a better life. Even though some of his friends died, some of his friends fucking died back home too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I will say right after they got back, the scene where Ramsell reunites with his family, I teared up during that. When his dad was like, oh, y'all yeah. got to stop hassling him so he can come give his father a hug, I, I was crying. Oh, yeah, that, that very line got me misty-eyed. Yeah. Yep. That was awesome. I, I live for those, like, perfect uh, perfect timing moments, mm-hmm. and they're like, yep, uh, pray for him wherever he may be, and he pop chimes in, amen. Like, oh, that was amazing. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Yeah. I know it's so cheap and movie-like, but, like, in real life, if that happened, I'd be on the floor crying. That would be <laughs> Oh, yeah. I would have just broken down and cried like a bitch mm. if, like, my brother or son <laughs> came back like that. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> anything you guys didn't like about it? The uh, first hour and seven minutes. Okay, uh, Jimmy, anything slog. you didn't like about it? We're going to disregard all, all of Dave's stuff right here. Uh, yeah, I thought it was incredibly rude for them to put that haircut on Carrie Mulligan. I was just like, the first time we saw her, I was like, what? Why'd they make her look so ugly? And to make pretty people look ugly sucks so that that was a dislike of mine yeah i, I didn't think she was pretty at all in this no One thing well, she I is had... pretty though in real life yeah. yeah she's she's pretty good looking in real life um one thing i didn't like that they did though was jason clark's character wasn't really racist in the beginning but then he stood up for his dad at the grocery store and i was like what the fuck's going on and when he well, when he showed father. yeah but when he showed up at the black family's house I thought he was going to be like, I'm apologizing for how my father was. And he was like, no, you guys are lesser than us. Go apologize to my racist ass dad. So and that felt like a turn like out of nowhere because he seemed decent in the beginning. No, I think I think the dad was showing the inherent mean racist person like the dad was the angry. He was literally a mean racist. And uh, Jamie was progressive. Because he went out and saw life. And the brother, forget his name, he was society. Like, he wasn't, like, it was just embedded in him that these are the rules. And he didn't, like, have hate towards them. It was just, like, this is how it is. You know what I mean? It wasn't personal. I thought they were trying to show the three different forms and stages at that time. Because the world was going through changes. And, like, he never called them N-word or really belittled them. He was just like, hey, you can't act like that in this society. No, I, I didn't think about it that way. That makes sense. But it still felt like a weird like turn for me when he showed up and was like, yeah, no, you're you're beneath us. Go apologize. He, I mean, he also yeah, I, his his dad had slaves that worked and he wanted to have his like his grandpa. His grandpa had slaves that worked the mm-hmm. field and he wanted that like that was his goal. He left like a rich, nice lifestyle because he just wanted something that his grandparents had. So he wanted that to be in charge and be a master. Even if it didn't come with the meanness and the hate, it was like his, his racism wasn't mean and hateful. It was just, that's the way it is. 
Yeah. He's just following suit. He's becoming part of the family. Yeah. The family business. Yeah. yeah. That that sucks. Yeah. That that brings me <laughs> go ahead. I have my biggest like. I just went through my notes on my phone and mm-hmm. I forgot about it. The opening shot, the way they if you want to call it Tarantino or whatever they did when they showed that clip first. Because in the beginning when he goes up to um black family, I can't blanking on all names right now and ask for help hep, hep. hap and you see them hep. like be really resistant with the beginning of the movie you're just thinking uh they're you know they've probably been really racist to them in the past so he doesn't want to help because they don't get along and then when they come back and show you that scene again and you know that his son is lying in the wagon and it was the other like when it all comes together and then you're just like holy shit that's there was a lot more behind that interaction than what we thought at the beginning i thought that was really because they didn't have to show us that at the beginning but i thought no. i thought that was done well and it worked when we saw it the second time how much more we knew now and how much different it felt for the viewer Okay, so I gotta. I, I, I think, oh. and I and I think that was important to so that Dave, people like Dave, wouldn't have just like fell asleep three times if they just focused on that one scene and then tried to piece it together from there. I think that was a good technique to make it not boring. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree, Dave? Nope. Uh, but yeah, I will you knew say... he was gonna die. You knew where it was going. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I, I agree with that a little bit, but I will say something. You're. Your scene there, something I was a little bit confused about at the end because I knew uh, Jamie had to choose like what part of him was going to get mutilated. We need to talk about so that. So that he, d- yeah. Um, but we at really the do. end, after I know he chose tongue and everything, and then when they pulled him down, I thought he had still died from his injuries. So I was confused when they showed him walking up to the German family. I was like, didn't it j-? and I thought that like I just thought they were carrying his body to like a funeral procession or something. I think they and wanted it, you to not be sure. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to know he had lived and I was very confused and I Googled it right after. I was like, did they just kill him and then bring him back? I thought it was bad editing for a second, but then in the, oh, cause apparently this is a adaptation of a book. He was like hiding from them. Yeah. I, I think like I was unsure. I was like, well, is he dead? Is he not dead? Because she did the, the whole, mom like washed him and said she felt his, said she felt his heartbeat and stuff and then they gave us the happy ending which is a little like maybe too happy <laughs> but he, he fucking needed it dude oh no I like like I, I liked it. I, it it totally sat well with me because it was brutal <laughs> um but yeah I think that was supposed to be like art is he dead is he not dead yeah yeah and also, you, you brought up you, you knew it was tongue. Yeah, yeah. I would. I could have sworn they were cutting his balls off. No, it, it, well, once again, watch things with fucking subtitles, and yeah. you'll know. Yeah, he said tongue. I don't want to. I was looking at what they were showing, and there was a lot of manhandling of his dick area, um, and that looked like they were cutting his nah, dick off or balls off. A subtitle thing, because you know. I John, don't think it should be. I think week, it should be what try, you see. John, for one week, try it and see if you don't fall I outright love. refuse, sir. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about that right now. Fucking, he should have chose eye, man. I'd rather have one eye, a tongue, and balls. No, it was no. both eyes. Both it was eyes. both eyes. It was either you lose both your balls, you lose your tongue, or you lose both your eyes. Are we positive? You can't even fuck, you can't speak, or you can't see. Positive. Yeah. That was, that was how they did things. 
Okay, then uh, then tongue is the choice. Yeah, he he chose the right thing. In my head, I was like, "Fucking choose tongue, choose tongue." I thought it was one eye. I, I'm, I'm yeah. maybe in the minority. I would have gone balls. True well, story. he's already got the kid, right? Exactly. Well, he's already yeah. Got the kid and and then you, I mean, going forward, I mean, you can still pee and 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 like he was what thirty years old. He's gonna lose the use of his dick in twenty years, anyways. But <laughs> but he's gonna need to speak and see. I wonder if there's a thought process: what leads to death quicker, bleeding out and shit. Yeah, I don't know. Or they they also either... like. It's the 40s. He might not know how cutting someone's balls off like actually works if he'll be able to pee or Man, fucking get hard maybe. or whatever. That scene was brutal. It was I, I it so really I was, was watching with my girlfriend and she was laying in bed and she was trying to go to sleep but watching and uh, she was like, "This is too much. It's like I I don't like this. They're being so mean." She doesn't like movies that make her not feel happy. So like, you know what I mean? And that's fine. Like it, like. Some people don't want to go watch this miserableness, but her favorite podcast is all about murder, so that doesn't make sense. Anyway. Wait, wait, wait. Weren't, is this weird. isn't her favorite bird. podcast? <laughs> I doubt she knows the name of this. Oh, nice. <laughs> Come on. Um, but she fell asleep, like, right before when, – when Garrett Hedlund or Jamie was chasing him in the truck, like, joking around. She was awake, mm-hmm. and then she fell asleep. And I was just so happy she fell asleep during that barn scene or the church scene. And oh, God, she like yeah. rolled over at one point. And I was like, don't look. <laughs> don't fucking look. Because <laughs> I'm over here like can't even watch like a, a wreck. Did not yeah. like it. That was a hard scene to watch. That's the, and, that's the yeah. most I've felt since Manchester by the Sea when Casey Affleck sees his ex-wife again on the street and they're just like how are you how are you and i was watched like i was a, a wreck during that scene and same with this that's that's a different conversation for a different day but i t- i didn't like that scene but yeah that was that was fucking i know what you mean yeah. though i understand what you're talking There's about just so much coming i'm, to I'm drained just thinking about it, it it was it was a very strong moment in this movie for sure yeah, yeah. I, so you're you're telling me you guys would, would actually say tongue well i yeah. don't know I don't know. I think because honestly, not to be a hero or anything, I wouldn't answer. Well, There's then no they kill him. That. Then they was dead. Yeah, I. Hey, I'm facing the door, anyways. I mean, I mean, I'd rather my buddy lose his tongue and get to live and see his girlfriend and kid again. And if I don't answer, they kill him. So it's on me that he died. No, no, he's gonna kill me too. So we both be dead. I don't think they would have killed. Yeah, they would have killed him and then just beaten the shit out of that guy, and he would have woken up, killed his dad again, and that was it. I don't know. I just, I just, maybe I just, I'm just not the kind of guy to say, yeah, you do that, because then you're playing into the game, and I'm, I, I'm too much of an asshole to like let somebody dictate how what I pick. I, I mean, I agree to a certain point, but I feel like in the 40s when the clan is like, you choose or we kill him, I'd be like, well, I'm sorry, buddy, I'm choosing for you. The different different situation. If it actually happened to me, I probably would do something like that. I, I would have picked balls first off. I would have picked balls. Well, you're an idiot. No, he already has a kid. Well, now he can have more. No, now with no tongue. Who, who wants to talk to a mute? He's got to carry around a card that says mute. No one's gonna have a baby with that guy. Oh, that that German chick. She she still wanted him. No, no, because she didn't hear him. She she didn't. I mean, I don't what, know what, what mean, what's he gonna, like, hey, sound great. Hey, like I wasn't gonna do forever. that, but you just did it for yeah. me. Yeah. I got you. He's damaged goods. It sounds mean, but like it's. 
Well, I don't know. They showed how progressive Europe was. They don't care about your disabilities or if you're. Oh, a I think they care. I think I think, she, I think Germany really cared about disabilities and uh, you know ethnicities and stuff in the 40s. I thought they were. I think they were all about caring about that. I really? I think they were very caring about it. Yeah, I think you know they're like killing and killing them. Uh, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Fuck, I can't throw me off. Okay. Can I I want to pose this question to you guys. Uh in your opinion of all the characters, which which character was the biggest asshole? Oh, racist Mike. Hard disagree. Depends how you're phrasing that. Like who I mean, I I could see an the, argument the worst... for Jason Clark's guy, but like Jimmy was saying earlier, he was more just an average person in that time. Wait. Wait. No, it's got, it's got to be Henry. Wait, how are you asking this? Like, who was like a mean person, or just like he was an asshole? Because asshole, just an asshole. Okay, then I yeah I I think I'd switch it to Henry then. Because because Pappy Pappy he he was just a product of what he's always been. He he wasn't trying to be anyone else. Henry decided, you know what? I've had enough with this good life. I want to go back to Mississippi and be a racist asshole. I want to drag my wife and make her a homeless person. I want to give her the worst possible treatment. And I want to do it for fun. I'm going to lose all my money. And I'm also going to throw away $1,700, which is $100 in 1941 money, and, and just a scheme because I'm a fucking idiot. That's a lot of Man, money back when then. When he got swindled by that house situation, like, what a dumb. I laughed at him. I was like, God. this fucking idiot. An absolute dumb. Mm-hmm. And then... And then also when he makes them pay to rent his mule oh. to try and do the land faster because their mule got lockjaw. Didn't know. That made me laugh. Just a monster With, move. Monster thinking move. about an animal getting lockjaw made me laugh. And that made me feel like a bad person. <laughs> like a mule. Like I always think, uh, like, fuck. Mule got lockjaw. <laughs> that was an asshole move. But that was also like when that happened, I was like, oh, that's he's a fucking alpha. That's a savage move to do. Being like, well, hey, if you're not going to be out in the field, rent a fucking mule from me. No, that's a, when you're talking to a guy who's literally his bones sticking out of his leg. Yeah, but that's, you that's also have to remember, heartless. like, they're farmers; they need the crops to make a living. Like one I bad year, but he has a mule for him to use. They're, they're all they're He's not his slave. That's that's the difference. Is yeah. he's not his slave. They're in it together. That's an employee of his, and he has a mule for him to use. Do it. Yeah. yeah, but right? once again, product of their times. I mean, even, even his oh, yeah, wife no, no. was like, you're an asshole. Just let him use the mule. And she, she took like 20 bucks to give a, a doctor so that their their own employee could actually get back up and, and farm yeah. again to help them in the future. And he wouldn't talk to her for like a month. That's, that's... Yeah, I'd say Henry was the biggest asshole. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he was Wait, the fine. biggest antagonist of the whole movie until the, the, the clan well, scene. like 20 minutes, yeah. How about that busted that busted kinda... leg though? The quick shot of of Whew, them taking I like yeah. Oh, I'm talking the quick shot of them taking the bedpan out from his ass. Like you have a busted yep. leg, dude. Go shit in the toilet. But I I think oh, it, was, it was different back then. And it was like really busted cuz he was already a month into recovery and stepped on it once and rebroke it. Yeah, they they didn't do anything to, to other than just him laying in bed for a month. And also they didn't That's have like idiots, they didn't. They didn't have a crutch, so he couldn't move That's anywhere. That's pretty funny to think like you would break, you would break your leg, 
Like, all right, go lay in bed for four months. And then the very <laughs> the very first, okay, should be good now. Get out of bed. The very first step, it's like, oh, still broken. Oh, doing nothing didn't work? Shit. <laughs> it was, it's literally sticking through his chin. It's like, oh, man. Maybe oh we should God. be, we should do stuff next time. <laughs> I didn't even think of it like that until just now. Maybe tie a stick around it. Strengthen that thing up. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> fools. Just fools. All right. Um, let's, do you guys have anything else you didn't like about the movie? No. Let's hop. I, I didn't like how you didn't like it. I liked the second half. Well, not even second half. There was two-thirds of the movie left. You liked when action started. No, it wasn't even action. It was still like... It, I liked the story of the two vets de- dealing with coming home and their PTSD. He wanted more CGI. I understand. Yeah. It's okay. When I was upset, I was like, when does Thor show up? When is this farmer going to wield his <laughs> yes. hammer? Uh, is there anything you guys would change about the movie? That's a, it's a tough one. I, I, I know nothing of the subject, so I, I don't feel like I like, you know, it's not just a random story. It's like I couldn't yeah. be like, hey, the 1940s were actually like this. I don't know. Yeah. Fair. I think it was a good job showing how shitty life was back then for everyone involved and uh, never moved to the South. I probably, I probably changed told- the title. Like I, I, once you watch the movie and you, you, you get the title, it makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways, but it's not that it's not that yep. like doesn't bring you in. Actually, no, I disagree because at the very end, uh, the black family went and got their own farm. The, the guy went back to Germany. Like they suddenly had money out of nowhere. Well, they were raising up. Um, so they weren't they, yeah, but they weren't they weren't bound by the mud. They actually broke free. The the white family is yeah. bound, for sure. Like shackles, and like, but not the vet who I liked. And clearly, the woman already had a shitty life. So fuck her. I also thought it was like death too. Oh. Gonna be in the mud sooner or later. Mud bound. Yeah, I would just kind of shorten that first hour and seven minutes. So you could cut a lot out and still get the same thing. I feel like. Yeah, I disagree with you. More but happy okay. Garrett Headland because when he's telling a story and that little accent of his, just love it. Delightful. Yeah, definitely more Garrett Headland and more Tron. All right. Well, all right. Anything else you guys want to hop into ratings? No, I got some notes yes. I haven't said yet. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Go free ahead. for all. Let's go. Yeah, I gotta go free for all. All right. First, I'm just gonna read them. This has a real "As I Lie Dying" vibe. Any of you guys see that movie or read that book? No. Nope. Sorry. Rotating narrate, nar- rotating the narration. Mm. That was cool. I didn't like that. I, yeah, me neither. Sorry. What you get to be inside every character is like it's a, it's a good technique to give us more info. Nope. I didn't. I I didn't. I didn't love it. Put it that way. It was okay, but it just to me, it, I got confused as to who was talking from here and there. Mm. Whatever. I did. I, I didn't because I had subtitles person. and it told me so. Point subtitles. <laughs> But also, when they, when they cut out his tongue, I actually have a note. I said, but they had Ronset talking at one point. What the fuck? Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh As I Lie Dying is like they're, they're carrying a casket down the south the whole way, and the narrator changes. So it seemed like a kind of a shout-out, and it takes place in the south. But wait, I liked the okay. narration. Like My favorite narration was when the, the mom, sharecropper, black mom, like realized she was mad at her mom for never being around. But then she realized if she didn't work, they wouldn't have money kind of late in life to realize that. 
True. Um, yeah. The piano I thought was symbolism because they were like piano is the only civilized thing in this world, and pianos are black and white keys all all up in the mix. Oh, look at you Ooh. reading in depth. There's a shot of a little. There's a know. shot of a little girl eating mud, and I think you can't show a little shot of a girl eating mud and just skip over it that fast. Did you guys catch that one? I yeah, saw it. That was a poor and girl. I was just like, I think she no, she she was eating yeah. a bug. Uh, Vera and the coworker. Disgusting. That's what I'd take out. Sorry, I didn't say it when you asked what I'd take out. The Vera and the coworker that he fired thing. That take all of those scenes out. Uh, I don't know really yeah. what they gave us. I I hated that whole subplot. Oh, no. Although it did give us the miscarriage. It did. Yeah, that that was the reason for the miscarriage because she was so yeah, stressed. But I don't. We could still. It, no, it was a because they they lived in they lived in um not the wild but um like what do you want to call like, it it was it was the boonies yeah it was like lawless it was the wild west but yeah south yeah. they lived they lived in in just yep. disarray and that was part of it because that goes back to Henry being an asshole dragging yeah. her down the there. fact that every time he brought up something he did and she's like you've never mentioned this to me what the fuck <laughs> I was like dude if just I give if her- I told my wife hey three weeks. Three weeks we're moving south. We got. I got a farm. She'd be like, "Okay, yeah. goodbye." <laughs> I'll fill fill the divorce papers. Enjoy. Wait, you. no. Second six yeah. pack uh, test. First will be you with subtitles. Second one is you should record yourself telling her that, and see how she reacts. No, it'd be a very quick ending for John and, and my wife. Yeah. All, All right. right. She wouldn't believe me. So I'm already wicked in debt with this house. So I'm not gonna buy two. <laughs> She'll, she'll know I'm bluffing. My last note was uh, that shower had the shittiest water pressure I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's, uh, let's rate it. Okay. All right. Uh, for those of you listening at home, you know, we rate things on a three-point scale. We do our critical reviewer scale where we look at it through the eyes of critics, obviously. We do our popcorn scale, which is entertainment. Would we watch this again? And then we do our pairings. What are we going to drink while we watch it again? So, Jimmy, what do you got? Let's do critical first. Ninety-three. I think it's the Ooh, best movie. That's high. I think it's the best movie we've seen by far. Uh, as, a um, criti- as a critical standpoint, we haven't even seen many good critical movies at all. We've so. seen Blade Runner twenty forty-nine. Yes, so this was better than that. We probably gave that like the eighties, right? I don't remember. I think, I think we gave it eighty-nine. Well, eighty-nine. Well, then yes, ninety-three. Is that what I said? That I is- think so. I stand by Yeah, I think I think critically it was really, really, really well done. Cinematography, acting, story, story mostly. Story wasn't there for the first hour of the movie. You're just wrong, Dave. Says You're you, just wrong. But <laughs> but not the majority of the podcast. <laughs> You're way too cocky about that, you fuck. <laughs> All right, Sheehan, <laughs> what do you got for your critic score? Honestly, I was going to go 95. Great. Are because Great. no, no, I'm not. I'm not outrageous. You know what? Because I I study Oscars. I have for the past few years. And you know what? This checked a lot of the boxes. Yeah. It was hard hard times movie. It had racist. It had old time. It had a period piece. It had uh, internal struggle with marriage. Internal struggle with family. It was. It had a lot of boxes checked off, and it did it so yeah. so well. Um, and the fact that it was. It was in. The first hour, which you hated, was really intriguing because you're trying to piece it together. And then the last hour was a lot of like, <gasps> holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And then the climax with the Klansman out of nowhere. It, even though it was out of nowhere, it fit right in. If you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I never yeah. thought. It was completely, 
it was completely out of left field, but it fit so perfectly into yeah. the story, which was when incredible. When you see them in the so this this was sorry, so so this was a critically incredible movie for me. Uh, it, I don't think it's gonna be strong enough to win the Oscar yet because I haven't seen the other ones, but it's up there. It's like top four. I'm another point. Fair. Another point, like cr- the story and the writing. Just to say, they did little things like when. Jamie was driving the truck and like acting like he was going to hit him. And he was like, it's hilarious. And Ramsdale was like, yo, that's <laughs> not funny. And as a viewer, you're kind of like, yeah, it's probably not funny because someone would actually do that to him. And, but it is funny. And then the next scene, the clan trick tr- tracks him down. And this time it's real. And you're like, oh shit, it's really not funny. <laughs> like that. Yeah. So even little bits of writing yeah. like that yeah. were really It took good. a real bad turn. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When, like, they showed up in the clan outfits, I agree. It was a turn to left field, and I was like, holy shit. But then you take a step back, and you're like, of course, they're all all the old white guys are in the clan Make- when you, in the 40s Mississippi. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, I have one point I want to make before I give my critical score. I do think this is Netflix's best shot at getting an actual Oscar because other than get out, what's going to be like the token black movie this year, because there aren't any great black movies that came out. Says white man. Yeah. But says Twitter (laughs) as well. I'm going to, I'm going to warn you, Dave, if you bring this, if you bring the score down, I, we're going to fight verbally. I, I'm not going to let you guys bully me. I'm going to give it the score. I was going to give it, which is an 85. Which I it's a very high score. All right, I thought you were gonna say 70s, and we're but no. I, can... I I don't think it. I think the first hour, for me, I was it was such a slog, and the fact that it goes from a slice of life to an actual plot, I think it was a little disjointed there, and I think that takes away from it. But it's still a fantastic okay. film, and this whole like next hour and a half really saves it. So I I I loved it, and I think it might get actually get an Oscar. That leaves us at a ninety-one, so I'm fine with that. Still, if you, yeah, if, still if, our highest. I wasn't. I wasn't going to allow us to, to dip below ninety. All right, let's hop into our popcorns. Sheehan, why don't you take it off this time? This is much harder. Uh, popcorns is gonna. Yeah, this is gonna be lower than than it, than, than you might think because it was a um, not a slow burn, but it definitely was a thinker, and you don't feel good about it. This is gonna be a tough one to just sit down and watch again. But it's still good enough to watch again if that if I if it make it that sense. So uh, I want to give it like a three and a half popcorns. Holy fuck, that's too high. Oh no, no, I think that's pretty pretty Ooh, good. No, I'm going much lower than that. Uh, Jimmy, what do you have? Four. I loved it. I mean, but popcorn's a tough term. Like, I never wanted to turn it off like you did. Uh, I you're would. gonna watch this movie over and over again because that's what popcorn rating is. That's how the popcorn is. I thought it was how much you enjoyed watching it. Well, it's how much like it's on yeah. a rewatchability type thing, right? No, no, no it's, it's, it's how much it's, you. It's, in- it's taking it. It's taking it for what it is, and if you enjoyed watching it, yeah. All right, Dave. Fine. Way to way to keep up. Four. I was I was like perked up, like I was trying to piece things together, figure out what they're telling me, figure out how the grandpa's gonna die, figure out where Ram Ram Ramel's gonna be because. He Rosmel. What the fuck was his name? Ramel. Ronsel. Ronsel. Figure out where he was gonna be because he wasn't on the carriage in the opening shot. So like, 
they that opening shot made your brain have to work and figure it all out. So I was into it the whole time, enjoying it, and then I was a fucking wreck of despair and like misery. But that but that was because that's what they wanted me to be. So four. I I was I enjoyed watching it. Oh my god. I Good enough yeah, I'm going to give it I, – I thought about bumping it up because you guys have been bullying me, but I'm going to stick to my guts. I'm giving it a one. I'm never going to watch this movie again. And I, I, hey Dave, bump it I'm up. not going to bump it up. No. Bump it up. Kiss my ass, Ian. So three. Three? Is that the average? I don't think that's the average. Not, no, but – Yeah, 2.83 is wow. the average. So three. Just math right, right. here. That, I was – yeah, so we, we'll round up to a three. And so three? Yeah. Oh. All right. So that's our uh, ratings. Sheehan, what are you going to drink with it? I guess I'll start. I keep calling on you guys to start. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. going to start. I, if I watch it again in the pits of hell, I'll be drinking a shitty just bottle of bourbon. Just taking a, a few tugs as I watch it. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm it's along the same lines. I I'm gonna get like a flask of a bourbon, glass flask. You gotta buy at the at the at the the packy, and you have to t- watch this movie on your laptop, Netflix, while sitting in dirt <laughs> outside. <You> fuck. <laughs> All right, um, Mississippi mud, pretty simple. You're just drinking mud. No, the no the 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 drink. I've never heard of this drink. Oh, I don't I don't know this drink. Yeah, you do. It's always at the front of the liquor store, like on the counter. No. Oh, it's like the mixed stuff? Never seen it? No, I've never seen no, that. No, never seen that, actually. So it's uh, a black and tan. Yeah, I, I know what a black and tan yeah. is. Mississippi mud. All right. All right. So you know black and tan. All right. Well, that wraps up the Six Pack Cinema review of Mudbound. Go check it out, everyone. I don't know why you're listening to this. If you haven't already, let's hop into our weekly recommendations. Uh, I'll go first again. I'm going to give a throwback rec for this week because the teaser trailer for the sequel just came out. Go watch the first Incredibles. It's the best Fantastic Four movie we've gotten. It's an awesome, might be my favorite Pixar movie. Is it Pixar? It is Pixar. Is it Fantastic Four movie? It's not. Fanta- it's like they all have the same powers as like the Fantastic Four. Okay, good. Because that's a, that Fantastic Four is a shit genre or a shit movie. Shit, uh... Yeah, superhero that's group. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, this does the family superhero group so much better than the Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, no, I, I absolutely love the yeah. Incredibles. Yeah, no, that's what I meant by saying it's like the best Fantastic you. Four. Okay, I'm on, I'm on board. Jimmy, did you ever just, see that? Nope, he's frozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this must be what you guys are like every week. Not this bad, actually. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> sucks to suck, Jimmy. Uh, so I'm <laughs> recommending to go check out the original Incredibles because the sequel's coming out next summer. Sheehan, what do you got? Well, I'm going to recommend you guys go out and watch Bad Mom's Christmas. I just watched it in the theater, <laughs> and, and oh boy, is it a bad movie, but it's funny. Yeah. A lot a lot of um, a lot of dirty jokes, a lot of mom jokes, good stuff all around. I, it's it, it, there's, there's a big dick in it that's, that's really just makes me laugh. It was by far the most uh, theater engagement I've ever had. What was it like? Old, like, late ladies in their 50s and 60s were all just, like, dying laughing in their seats, like, cackling. So it's a good, it's a good, good, good take. Go for it. 
All right, and for those of you listening at home, just know that Jimmy's internet is really fucking up. So he just messaged us what he wants us to recommend for him. Cat, get down. Um, and he wants us to recommend Deadwood, which I already recommended last week. But he crushed the first season this week, and he said it's better than he ever remembered. So with that, let's wrap up this nice. edition of Six Pack Cinema. We're doing a throwback next week. We're going to go back and watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So while you gather around with your family this Thanksgiving, throw on that classic and check in with us next week to hear what nonsense we're saying. Love you all. Oh.